0: All right, my talkers, it is 4 o'clock. We are hanging out with Lori and Julia. We finally got all the technical difficulties worked out. We are hanging out having fun here, and I think we're going to get to some Dancing with the Stars. I mean,
1: it. did you watch
0: Dancing with the Stars
1: last night?
2: I... I tried.
1: Okay, well you got to DVR it so you can fast forward over the judging. <laughs> I just watched Therese,
2: the, the first two dancers I wasn't interested in. Yeah, like,
1: you I, you got fa you got to have it on the DVR I, so you I can,
2: do, but I just I was so like, "Ooh, help."
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, I cuz you want to watch the packages on the people you like? Yeah. I want to hear the scores. I really don't care what the judges have to say. Bruno will get up and scream something every time. Carrie Ann will lecture. They always notoriously give terribly low scores at the beginning of the year. Yes, and are quite mean. I think. Yeah, I. I you know, just, but Julia, I have to say, Kate, tell me. I'm batting a hundred percent because what we talked about dancing with the stars like three That's weeks ago. Right. I said the first week, Matt Walsh from Veep would go. And the second week, Jamie Lynn Spears would go. And it would be a concerted effort to make sure anybody, but she gets in there. Because people are like, we haven't forgot Britney, bitch.
2: Kind of a situation. That's right.
1: And that was like trending the whole... Even before the afternoon, just about not forgetting that. And, you know, I know Jamie Lynn, um, I don't know what kind of therapy she needs because I think we're going to find out when Brittany's book comes out (laughs) how much of a chaotic environment that the kids grew up in.
2: in, I mean, she got pregnant at 15.
1: Yes. And Um, so, you know, I think so. She donated her salary to the SEG after. Uh, oh, good for her! That was something that she did because because she's got she's made enough money on Britney by all the money her dad paid her. I'm sorry, and Zoe. She
2: also is Zoe one o two that I watched. Yeah, she's on a new show that um, which is slipping my mind. Zoe 102. one o two. No, she's got a new show another on one. Hmm.
1: Anyway, so it was people were really though shocked the judges seemed shocked I don't know why I just knew that Britney's army were they would she was not gonna dance more than two weeks yeah and she was down in the bottom with Adrian Peterson and Maurizio looked so relieved because he was in the bottom too but Adrian Peterson they there was a concerted effort for Britney's fans to vote for anybody but her to and, keep any votes coming. And
0: Adrian, rate. I'm just curious because I haven't been watching. He's not doing well.
1: Um, you know what? You I I I always just automatically think that like. Uh, that he was going to be a good dancer because most of the athletes yeah, that's what I. for the thought. most part are not always basketball. There was that one real tall guy who was a great dancer. I can't remember his name. But anyway, yeah, he's, oh, yeah. you know what I'm talking about? Who yes, was really was. amazing and he was, he was like seven so feet tall. Can't
2: remember his name. Can't he remember his like name. Two, two years ago. Two Sweet
0: years. Magnolias is Jamie Lynn's new show thank that you're thank you yeah. That is of. a
2: cute show, Sweet Magnolia. Okay, I'm
1: not watching it. I'm not watching anything I she's in. Oh, um, God,
2: Lori. Uh, no, my it's true.
1: It's okay. true. Oh, wait till the book comes I out. I
2: love how you hold a grudge. <laughs> I put myself on a waiting list for the book.
0: Oh, you did? Good. Yeah. Eman, I'm, I'm just going to buy it. Eamon Schubert is his name. That was the gentleman that was on Dancing with the Stars. Eamon Schumpert. Oh, oh yes. I, oh, could, I don't always even butcher know, his name. Is he a name. basketball player? Yes. He he's, yes.
1: The, oh. he's the only basketball
2: Athlete Amazing. who's
1: been good at dancing. He earned two Amazing. perfect
0: scores, forty out of forty, yeah. in the final.
1: Yeah, wow. He did
2: this freestyle one that I thought was that was incredible. That was the best year.
1: And Tyson Beckford uh, became a he became a model who was not a wooden door and actually did some dancing. It was um, as they say, salsa and samba. It was last night.
2: Did your mom like it? Does your mom like My it? My mom
1: is back to watching okay. it.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, she Does likes mom- some. She likes Alfonso Ribeiro. If she can't, if we can't have Tom Bergeron, he's pretty good. And Julianne Hoff seems to be more relaxed. I wish Bruno would not, you know, I wish Bruno would tone it down just a titch because now, I mean, Derek stood up a couple times last night and he's, he's wearing a glittery brooch as a signature thing on his suits.
2: That's fun. I like it. Bruno had the see-through shirt on like McVeigh or Laurie.
1: Yeah, he had it on last week, too. He's really embracing his sexy lion uh, older man status. You know, He's doing <laughs> do the silver, why, silver do lion. Do you know
2: why, how Glenn, Glenn Goodman died?
1: He had some kind of cancer that got him fast oh. and went fast. He, yeah. just re- he was the best judge on Dancing with he the really Star was. by far. Because he started out as a ballroom dancer. Yes. You know he competed. He.
2: So does Derek. Huff, you know. Yeah, like
1: I thing. know. I know, and I think Derek is, you know, a good replay. But Len, he only—I mean, he died only six months after he retired.
0: Yeah, he. I know. Died from prostate cancer yeah. that spread oh. to his bones, so yeah. it was a it quick, went fast, oh. yeah. and... Land.
2: And
1: uh, but I think he did enjoy judging, and I'm very glad they've renamed the trophy after him. But next yeah. week, so too. Adrian Peterson
0: um, is that your prediction? He's is, pro-
1: is going to go home. I
0: think. All
2: right, I'm writing it down. Yeah, yeah. AP.
0: If you get three in a row, I am <laughs> going to be. Ju- I that's awesome.
2: All right. Yeah. yeah,
1: I just knew that Britney's fans were not going to have Jamie Lynn be on their TV screens. Um, trying to milk any sympathy votes about anything, about anything, and they certainly didn't want her on when the book comes out. That's right. Even if she's giving all of the money that I think, I think she two fifty is what you get paid. Is your if months? you have a good agent, you should be able to get maybe charity from the Bachelorette. She might have settled for one fifty if no one told her. Hey, hold on for two fifty. Never thought that much money. Yes, and then they get make additional money as each week goes on.
2: I thought it was a hundred, and then they get.
1: Oh, it depends on where it. Like Mira Sorvino, you can bet she's getting paid two fifty. The top price. Was she good? Uh, You know what? Um, She is good, and my she has got a great set of legs.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: She's.
1: Holy yeah. crap, she's got, as they say, some stems. She but we this. find out, you know, she grew up dancing, taking oh. all kinds of dance lessons. Paul Servino encouraged her dancing. She'd never thought about being an actor. She always wanted to be a dancer.
2: Oh, that's cute. So
1: it is cute. I like her package. And
2: it, do you, Are you liking Charity, the, oh, old, the former bachelor? she is
1: an effortless ballroom dancer because she is so... She's as tall and lithe and lean as any of those dancers. She's oh. so athletic. And her legs, I, she must be 5'11, 5'12.
2: Is there anyone cheering around like the person she chose? Yes, he's in the audience. Oh, he and is? his oh, good. family. Yeah,
1: she's got a good cheering oh, thing. Ariana Matt, she, I guess she was okay. And I like the two, uh, 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 what's her name? Lele Pons. And. And Chatel or Shakta, I don't know how to pronounce the name, X-O-C-H, the other um, gal, I don't know what her show was from, but she's the youngest competitor. She danced in tennis shoes last night. Oh, all right. I like her. She's very good. But, yeah, it's, you know, poor Greg Brady. They were super hard on him. And his Petra said, BS, but they bleeped it. Did you catch that?
2: No. No. I didn't watch
1: it. Yeah, they gave Greg, like, fives or something, fours. He got fours. And they really felt like they were helping, you know, that was a low blow. And she said, oh, that's, and then she BS. And they oh. Blinked it. oh, because he wasn't a four.
2: He's not bad.
1: No. And you know what? He really, he's a sentimental like favorite. He's going like to him. go a ways.
2: Yeah. I like it. All right. So dancing with the stars Monday night on ABC channel yep. five. Yeah. When you're not watching whatever else is on. Yeah, I don't
1: know. I you mean, what have you been football? watching?
2: Oh, I'll tell you. I I just watched... it Grant, you have to... Well, we got to take a break. All right, fine. When we fine. come back, I'll tell you. Okay. All right. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia here for Hammer Flooring Solution. And they are the flooring mecca in the Twin Cities. And for all your flooring needs, commercial, residential, they can help you out with it. And now they have... Two more locations to serve you. The brand new one in Hudson is just going over great off of Carmichael and people are loving it. Also on the west side of town in New Hope on Bass Lake Road in 169 and if you're in the south and Rochester is convenient, they've got a new location there. Plus the OG in St. Paul. But, you know, flooring is just kind of lays the groundwork for your home. And whether you're remodeling or kind of maybe it's time to finish off your basement, whatever it is, Hammernix has the best pricing. They're wonderful.
1: And we can now say that uh, we can say Minnesota and now Western Wisconsin, the flooring superstore specialist. That's <laughs> right. With, with that location, uh, go to Hammernix.com. You're supporting a family-owned business. And we thank you in advance.
2: Julia's
0: random thoughts.
2: He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay. Did you guys get the alarm at? Oh
0: yeah. 120? Yeah.
2: One twenty. All of our
0: listeners on the radio did too. Yeah. This mm-hmm. goes out over oh, the radio. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I,
2: my I was trying to hook up with you, Grant, and figure <laughs> yes. out all this computer stuff. That was uh, that scared me. Yeah. yeah. But um, that happened today, and that's just standard. It's
0: a national. EAS Alert. test, yeah.
2: Yep, so that happened. Okay. I'm glad so, it's
0: working. Yeah. yeah. Me
2: too. Yeah. Um, Charmin toilet paper, who knew this? So everyone finds something to complain about in the world, and <laughs> Charmin customers didn't enjoy how soft it was. They complained that when they took tear a sheet of toilet paper off, it didn't tear evenly. Oh. Okay, it didn't in a straight line. Oh, no. So Charmin team at Johnson & Johnson, or whoever does Charmin, Spent five years trying to come up with a way so when you tear the toilet paper, it would tear on the perforated stuff. They <laughs> said because it was a straight line and people would tear it from different directions. What's that song? It, too much time on my hands? Too much time on my hands. We need to play time that. On my Excuse me. <laughs> too <clears> much <throat> anyway. time on my hands. Hands. <laughs> so Smooth Tear is going to debut oh my on the new Ultra Soft Rolls. And what it is basically is it's a curvy line. Yeah, and, now and they'll we'll charge
1: care. more. They, they, yep. they, It'll be worth it because they're going to charge like, you know, 19 cents more. But Isn't based, that
2: crazy? Yeah,
1: and, but I based on so. the bazillion toilet, you know what I mean? Paper rolls uh, itself. Oh, please. I
2: please. know. Uh, um, this is just a good one because today the twins are playing their second game. We're not going to give any spoiler alerts during the show because people are recording it.
1: They are? and.
2: I am. Mm-hmm. Last night, we watched it. It yeah. was already over, and I wouldn't even answer my phone or look at anything. Oh,
1: got like, it. I see what you're saying. It's fun yep. to watch, you yep. know? Yep. Um, so
2: in 1955, 68 years ago, the Brooklyn Dodgers played the New York Z- Yankees in Game 7, which gave Jackie Robinson his only World Series win.
0: Oh, wow. That What okay. year was that?
2: 1955. Oh, wow. Cool. I thought, okay, we didn't know that. No. Remember how I was complaining about my um There's
1: too many things. Fruit to flies. Remember. No,
2: the fruit flies. Okay. <laughs> okay. So now we have the little tomato, like apple looking things that are supposed to catch the fruit flies. And then we have a gnat infestation. So we have the light things that are supposed to catch those. What? And you've got a
1: lot of bugs. Well,
2: it's been <laughs> we've had a drought for two years and I, I'm literally on a park, lorry yeah. Trees are in my right here. And so um, they, it's just amazing all these gnats, but i we've just been well, thank keeping you. them.
1: Thank you. For I just the want you to know, so when
2: I come into the studio, I might be clean. Okay. <laughs> but we found more fruit flies when we lifted up the rotten bananas that were sitting on the counter, of course. Of course. So there's a story that came out today that because these avocados, bananas, even though you think you don't have to wash them because you eat the inside, not the outside. Oh, you're supposed to wash those because there's so much bacteria on the outside. Mm hmm. I never knew that. So when you're cutting it and stuff, and if you don't wash your hands like between...
0: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on
3: Pretty sure that's JLo lo And P.S., the person behind all of this
0: is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday
0: so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
2: Afterwards and you make something and somehow your fingers get yeah. in it. I can't even handle... I cut my
1: banana. I can't handle the butt at either end, the strings, any of that. I wipe it. Yeah, those things are filthy. I put them in bags. I'm appalled when people, I see them throw them in their cart onto the thing. I mean, at least put them in a bag first. You
2: put them in the plastic bag to suffocate them?
1: Well, when you get home then, here's a little trick. You take bag. that plastic bag and you wrap it around the not, you know, where all the bananas are stuck together and tie it with the rubber band, and it keeps them from getting brown oh, by at least the three days. plastic
2: bag and a rubber band?
1: You just wrap it real tight around the stem of where all the bananas are together. Okay,
2: they
0: they never don't ripen as much, is that yes, what you're saying? Yes, that's
1: oh, exactly right. And then cool. tie it on tight with the rubber band. There's a product that Casey saw on Shark Tank, which you can buy this thing, but this is the same thing.
2: Oh, I love Casey and Shark Tank. Yeah, honest to Pete. the new but it does
1: work, Julia. I was skeptical.
2: All right, I'm going to do it because Jeff loves bananas and they and they to... go bad All right.
1: fast.
2: All right, I'm going to do it. That. Adds
1: three days.
2: All right, perfect. Yeah. Voila. Voila. That was for free people. Yeah. Okay, so you asked me <laughs> what? What have I been watching? Yes. Yeah. So on Saturday, when I thought I died, I was dead.
1: You were very sick.
2: I was so sick. Thank you for I playing pickleball every... with me every single rom-com that was ever made.
1: Really? Oh, that's and a lot. That's a big Netflix,
2: statement. Netflix has the deepest category, in case you're wondering. Okay. But yeah. I, Jeff and I, the other night, we watched The Covenant, and that's the Guy Ritchie movie. Yeah. Oh, with Jay
1: Casey like that. That's fantastic. Yeah. Oh,
2: my Very good. word. It, it, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to say anything. That is a great movie.
1: Awesome. Well, let's just say that we have had a habit as a country of... Getting involved in wars and then leaving people that helped us behind.
2: High and dry.
1: High and dry. And this is with what's happened with the Afghanis, with translators and everything. And they're literally, it's even, I mean, even though it's Guy Ritchie and so it's like really can be... He really gives it his all as far as special effects. But I thought it was so good. And I thought Jake Gyllenhaal was fantastic.
2: Same. in this Dar Salaam uh, is great. You'll recognize him. And Johnny Lee Miller's in it. I just want to give that. That's on Netflix. A plus. Loved it. And then my friend got me into A Typical. And that's been on since 2017 on Netflix. And it's a comedy, drama, a coming-of-age story, of a family with a boy who's on the autism spectrum. Oh, it's so good. Yeah. Poignant, wonderful. You cry, you laugh. Yeah, I, I feel like some people,
1: when this came out, we talked about this show, but we didn't ever watch it because I never there watched was it. A million things to watch, maybe, or something, yeah. or it got lost with whatever else was going on. But we were like. That's, we've never seen that.
2: It's, it and it's so Eye-opening. good. And if you have, you know, if you have a, you know, a child with autism, mm-hmm. I have a friend who I suggest, she said that might be triggering yeah. to her because some of these are, but um, from the other side of it, you know, if you don't... Yeah. um it's very eye opening, but it's it's besides that, it's a, just a great show. Sure. Jennifer Jason Lee. Oh, I love um, her. Michael Rappaport. Oh, I love him. Um, Bridget Lundy. It's so okay. Good. Atypical. Yes.
0: Ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's Big, yeah.
2: It's beyond. I just and it's. I didn't know it was from twenty seventeen. It felt. It fresh. doesn't
1: matter. Yeah. No, okay. Good.
2: I absolutely love that. Um. What am I going to tell you? I had one more thing to tell you.
1: Did you watch oh. The Supermodels at all yet? Oh. Yeah,
2: I'm still in it. Oh, that is so I lackluster. I know. I wish I liked it more. I, I feel like I. Do am... you
1: know who people are? Are you, are you having of trouble course. following the pop culture? <laughs> no,
2: I know who they are. References? I know who they are. And I just want to tell you more about National Vaca Day and National Kale <laughs> Day. All right. Oh, that's a good that's one. That's Yeah. <laughs> Pick your poison. This, I've got friends who have sick animals right now. And Grant, you're our only person close to us that has pets, really. Mm -hmm. And the amount of money.
0: Oh, my God. You
2: guys spend going to the vet. Finding out this, getting them on anti-anxiety pills, making sure yeah, they're comfortable you can't if think they have about cancer. that though.
1: You can't. It's like that's like saying to a new mom and dad, "Do you know that this kid is going to cost you three hundred seventy-five thousand dollars, no, and you'll never have even... a good night's sleep for the rest of your life?"
2: You will, but that isn't what I was getting to. I was okay. getting to that people are more stressed out about taking care of a pet than they are about managing their romantic relationships. Huh? It's real. It is. So while. Dogs are the new people. Well,
1: who said that?
2: Oh, honey. A big survey. <laughs> it's on oh, um, Study This or something. Don't you owe honey me. <laughs>
1: oh, don't honey. you owe honey me.
2: <laughs> oh, don't you know? <laughs> honey this. <laughs> who dad? Who dad? Using my New Orleans. Who dad?
0: Who dad? Who dad? All right.
2: <laughs> All right. Back to you. Thank you. It's amazing how it always happens after we talk an author, to an author and talk about how much we love <laughs> reading, books yeah. and reading that we talk about learning LearningRx. And learning um, LearningRx is, is a scientifically proven one-on-one brain training program that helps people overcome things that they're just not be able to access for some reason or another in the cognitive part of their brain and they're brilliant at teaching people how to read, or read better. In my case, I need to read faster. Um, they're just so, so good, and it's, it's life-changing. All the, you know, it all starts with an assessment that takes a little over an hour, and and it will open your eyes as parents of what is going on in your child's brain, and you're thinking, I thought they were just lazy, or unorganized, or this or that. It's so great. Set up your assessment today and then go on with Learning Rx. They're fabulous. We are so delighted for the latest um, pick for the Lori and Julia book club. We have author Amy Lee with us, and the book is I Woke Up Like This, which is. I woke up like this. I woke up like this, which is. Up. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, book, up like this. Amy, we're just going to fight over your title. <laughs> that is totally fine. <laughs> um, and y- this is such a fun book. So many people in a- our office have read it. Um, it's just fantastic. So congratulations to you. And you're also, um, we're chosen for Mindy Kaling- Kaling's book club. Yes, thank you so
3: much for having me. The whole process of being um, selected for Mindy's Club has just been such a dream. I've I've had it's probably been the most fun that I've had writing a book and then also releasing
1: one. Did she learn about you because she had read your book X's and O's, or one of your other books? uh, so she had started
3: the imprint with Amazon, and when we, my agent and I went out to it on to submission with this book, um, it was submitted to Amazon, so that's how it got past her.
0: Got it.
3: Yeah. And I
2: hear she's optioned it already. Yes, it's been optioned by Amazon Studios. It's all right, so tell everyone about it because Yeah, I this setup. I couldn't put it down. Woke <laughs> up like this. We have the author, Amy from Canada. All right, Amy, <laughs> tell us.
3: Yeah, so Woke Up Like This is a coming-of-age rom-com, which is basically about uh, Charlotte Wu, who is a high school senior. She's very goals-obsessed. She's the student council vice president, wishes to be president. Um, And she is forced to plan prom with her arch-nemesis, J.T. Renner, who she has had, I guess, a a bit of um, a rivalry with since ninth grade. And when an accident during prom setup sends Charlotte crash-landing off of the ladder, the two of them wake up in the future at 30 years old, mm-hmm. engaged, and they have to figure out how to get out of this and get, find their way back to 17 so that they don't have to end up married to one
1: another. Okay, this, I mean, it's- this is 13 going on 30. I mean, I, it is so, the way you've set up and done oh. the story, it is such a good, um, exciting Romantic adventure. Yes. It really is. And it feels <laughs> like it, you, I really kind of like felt like high school. I was like, oh, I forgot how important all that stuff felt at the time.
3: Right, right. <laughs> it's so true. Teenagers, the feelings are just so much bigger. You know, social life and, and things like prom are just like the biggest deal. So yes. it's actually so fun to just tap back into that mindset.
1: And it was, you know, and because you are, i uh, you write from this I don't know i I really like Charlotte and I really like j t but it mm-hmm. is a true coming of age story in that you know the way that you write it, it's kind of like like Jerry said, you just kept turning the page, but it has a real true believability to it, and I could see the movie or the mini series unfolding in my mind. <laughs> well, thank you.
3: And that, that was the same with me. While I was writing it, I, I completely just visually saw it, and I can't say that that's the same process that I have for every book. Mm-hmm. So I think it, I kind of just knew that it it
1: should be on film. Yeah, because they go forward. They they wake yes. up and they're thirty, and yes. they're about a you know a week away from doing something huge, and that, that's all we'll tell you. But and then they think they got to chase back to seventeen. It's just ah, uh, it's just it's, it was wonderful. Now, I want to read your other books. I do too. <laughs> those ones are a little bit spicier for, for adults. Oh, oh fine. Oh, That's really? just fine. Okay. We can handle any amount of spice. And I liked what you had in here. I really liked the kissing descriptions and all oh. of that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Those are super fun to write.
2: Yeah, okay, just this, this book is in the, the cover is just a party. Oh, and my We gosh, love covers. I,
3: I am obsessed with this cover. It's so funny because I, I actually didn't expect it to be that way. I, I my, old, my other covers for my adult series are kind of like illustrated cartoon-type covers, and I was sort of expecting something like that. And then they came to me with this one, and I was just like, oh, my God, this feels like just a blast of nostalgia. You know, it feels like prom, it feels yes. like teenager party, the
1: sparkles. I, I absolutely fell in love. The balloons spelling out oh, something, including so um, the couple that have deflated... Yes.
2: Yes. It shows that something is going to be a (laughs) Yeah. You know, it, it's just pure escapism, Amy. And I, and, but you also tap on some really, I thought kind of some interesting friendships that you might have that don't benefit you or you overlook or you underlook. And I, and I like reading about that because I thought, you know, you learn so much in high school that you forget about, you know, with your friend group that you think these are my friends. And then you think now we're 30 and like, okay,
3: you're not. Yes, It's totally true.
2: It's one of those things
3: I think that just like carries on throughout your whole life. You know, you you think that your best friends are going to be your best friends forever. And then your relationships just inevitably change as you go through different periods of your life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I realized that when I was 30, you know, are, are some of my best friends from high school still my best friends? No, not really. And why is that? And so I really, really wanted to examine how those relationships change. And, you know, some friends stay friends with you. And then there's no, you know, effort involved with that. And then others, you, you really
1: have to struggle to keep that connection. And both are okay. Yeah, it's so true. I love to, I got excited when, um, when I opened your book and your dedication was to seventeen year old me, I just that just got me. I was just like, Oh, this is gonna be good, I think. <laughs> oh, yeah, thank you. I, I think out of all most of the characters
3: that I've written, Charlotte is probably one that's most similar to me, just as mm-hmm. her type A, very mm-hmm. goal oriented um personality. And so I, I think I needed this message when I was young.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I, I, it's really it's just so so good.
2: I just think, you know, there's some, because we we have all different type of authors on Amy, and it's, you know, we just had a thriller, I think. Yeah. Or I just finished in a memoirs tomorrow, and Mm -hmm. I'm just thinking we're all over the board And this. I just smiled, and I couldn't, I didn't want to talk to anyone. I just, and I loved reading it. Yeah. Um. And just the pure escape of reading a book and just leave me alone. I'm just so into it. It's just great. <laughs> yeah. You're good. And and so back to you know. The Have we video- cast? Has this been cast
1: oh. or anything? No, not yet. Because everything's on no. strike.
3: Yeah. Yes. No, it has not. The strike is over, though. The writers' strike. So. Yes, that's
1: but true. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yay! I know that is good.
2: So when you were chosen, you know, for Mindy's um, book studio, because she's trying to bring voices that she didn't hear growing up um, and empower diverse voices in, in publishing. Um, did you just die? I mean, did you, have you talked to Mindy? <laughs> oh yeah. I 100% died. <laughs> I'm,
3: I'm a ghost right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to no, you know. I, I, I I have not actually spoken to her, but when she posted um, a little snippet of her talking about the book on her Instagram, I commented on it, and then she commented back, and I was just like, oh my gosh, and she was on the Today Show uh, the other day talking about it as well, and it was just wild to hear her casually say my name, like,
2: yeah, I
1: wanted to say, (laughs) well, friends
2: now. yeah, I
1: know, and and, and when you read the book, you're like, you really do love Charlotte and JT, and you like, you know... Uh, the characters, and I did feel like I was like, okay, this author is giving us some of herself in this character. Whatever you mind, I don't know, but it was just (laughs) also just really realistic and wonderful at the same time. Oh, thank you. Yes, 100%. I think I was really just
3: trying to bring home the message that you know you got to live in the present and and not be so caught up in in just getting to the next stage of life. Yes. And that's 100% what Charlotte was embodying. Yeah.
2: Yes. Did you, Amy? You know, this is—is is this your fourth novel? It is. Have you heart, always heart wanted to, to be a writer?
3: Um, yes, I did. I wrote ever since I could write with crayon, pretty much. I, I mean. I always wrote, even as a team, like on my family desktop computer in super large, funny fonts. Um, and that kind of, the dream sort of died when I decided, you know, I'm going to get a real job and go to school and go to university. And then when I got my day job, I had a lot of time commuting and just sort of realized I had no other hobbies. So I decided to pick writing back up, and, and here we are.
1: Oh, um, I want to ask you, Amy, what gave you the idea to tell you know, this sort of this nostalgic coming of age story with the time twist? Was there anything that like, had you just watched something or read something or how'd you get that idea for that twist? I think it was a mix of a lot of things. I am a huge rom-com fan, love
3: rom-com books, and I love this enemies to lovers trope, you know, where mm-hmm. people just hate each other, but they really like each other. Yeah. And I just sort of I love when, you know, those enemies are, are forced together. And I thought, what better way to be forced together together than wake up engaged and you don't even know what happened. Right. And so that's where the time travel kind of came in. Okay. It's just this forced, high stake situation that I just thought would be hilarious. And, of course, I love 13 Going on 30, the movie. And, yes. Oh, uh, of awesome. course, that was, you know, inspiration as well as mm-hmm. all of many other rom-coms. So, yeah. Oh.
2: We just, just love, love, love it. And I want to tell you, like, our colleague's daughter, who's maybe 13, read it and just died. She loved it so much.
3: Oh, that means so much. That I love mm-hmm. when when teens, hearing from teens, that's, that's my favorite part, I think.
2: Because it really is so good. All right, so have, do you know who Abby Jimenez is? Have you read her oh, yes, books? Yes, I love her.
3: Love her is books. It?
2: She writes good books, too. She's from she's from the Twin Cities, where we are. Okay, well, we have to ask you, what's the last great book that you read besides your own?
3: <laughs> <laughs> so recently, I actually read Yellow Face by R.F. Quang. I don't oh. know. if that, It was a recent book club pick.
1: Okay. You're like the and second was- author to tell us about this book. Mm-hmm. Oh
3: my gosh, it is
1: so good. It's currently, it's a literary fiction, I think, but
3: it is a sort of a satire about racial diversity in the publishing industry. Kind of a, a meta, meta fiction. There's a lot of social media. It's about basically this woman who is really good friends with another writer who's much more successful than her. So they're both authors. The more successful writer dies and she, you know, takes her work and reworks it as her own. Oh. And it, it's very, very, I don't know just cutting and amazing and just I, I just absolutely fell in love with it I, I think I read it within a good four hours
2: <laughs> oh wow. isn't that fun yeah it's been everywhere okay fun fun and then we'll uh, this was just a delight to meet you and like Lori said we want to go back and read set on you X's and O's the vibrant years best of luck the book is so great people go buy it woke up like this and Amy's so delightful to meet you Thank you so much. It was so lovely to meet you guys. Thank
1: you for having me. Thanks, Amy. Call okay. Grant. Have a good one. Bye. <laughs> We've got two copies. Giveaway six five one six four one one oh seven one. We'll be right back.
2: Hey everybody. You know how we say we love to get to the airport on time and enjoy ourselves before you go. Give yourself a little extra time right now because they're doing some construction around terminal two that's gonna end next week. Um, in the drop-off and pick-off lane. so just plan ahead for that. Not a lot, but just a little bit. And also, um, MSPAirport.com is your resource for absolutely everything new, everything fabulous. If you want to pre-book your parking, which people have loved this program, not only does it take away all the stress of making sure you have a parking spot, you also save money. Lori's putting your hands up. Saving, Saving the money. money.
1: Getting then, out in a fast way, too, with that yeah. QR code. And,
2: and, you know, if you need special help, they've got the, all the information there. But also all the places to shop and eat and enjoy yourself. We love our airport. We hope you do, too. So get there early and enjoy yourself before you take off.
1: Uh, what is the meaning of this? So Anne and Caitlin won the books. Woke hey, up like Anne this. Hey, and Caitlin. The so okay. way to go. Um, Okay, so you know how Bethany Frankel, she is a podcast every week and she, you know, talks about everything probably that we're talking about. Yeah, but she sometimes she just goes off on rants and this was her latest thing. And um, she she said um, this. She said, I've never heard the man's name in my life talking about Travis Kelsey. It's not only that. Taylor put him on the map. She drew the map. She charted the course we're going to take when we use the map. And she took him like a claw in the arcade as a toy and put him on the map. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, obviously never paid attention to the one big football game that most people do pay attention to the Super Bowl because Travis and his brother and his mom were everywhere. everywhere. Late night, SNL, morning shows, blah, blah. So she says that, so this morning, when Travis and his brother are doing their show, um, Jason joked, Travis and I have officially um, been put on the map. And um, Travis responded, and just when you think we're skating away from it. <laughs> this is the way to handle this kind yep. of a situation. Totally. Totally. Make fun of it, have fun of it, and kind of just laugh about it because what Brit, what Bethany probably was, she always has to make kind of yell at people sometimes it feels like. But um, yes, Taylor ha- is more known than he is because a pop star is always better known than an athlete just by its very nature that a pop star is known around the world and athletes typically are just known to the sport
0: yes right yes i would agree yeah
1: yeah so anyway so they i thought that was very funny how they handled it and then over there in the other sports corner old aaron Rodgers. <laughs> oh yeah is is um he, on Pat McAfee, is that the sports show? Okay,
0: He's a very popular sports analyst. I know it. You got it right. That's awesome. I want to get it
1: right. That's the show that he was on. And, you know, Julia, if you notice, because we didn't get to talk to you on Monday, Aaron Rodgers kind of looked like a a, a sleepy baby over on the sideline. He wasn't up in the suite (laughs) with the Wolverine and Deadpool and Taylor and... You know, he was dying. Well, that's
2: that's because they were cheering for the opposing team, Laurie. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Yes, he wouldn't
2: have been good. there. Okay, yeah, but yeah. he okay. was all by him, Lone sign. He just had a pouty McPouty face. He did. Well, I'm going to tell you something. This is a man who, who doesn't talk to his family, Laurie.
1: Okay, well, then maybe you're going to... This is what he says on Pat's show. Okay. This is what I want you to Hollywood speak. They were talking specifically about the Jets Chiefs game, because of course he was would have been the quarterback. Right. And he said, uh, um Pat didn't have a crazy game, meaning Pat Mahomes quarterback. Okay, yeah. And Mr. Pfizer, we shut him down. He didn't have a crazy impact game.
2: Is is that a player or Viagra Pfizer? Mr. Pfizer
1: is- because
0: the Pfizer being this, the, the...
1: Travis Kelsey does a PSA for like, hey, get your flu shot, get your COVID vaccination shot. Yes.
2: Oh. So, First of all, uh, he's just a... For, that's a true statement, though. The Chiefs did not have a good game. Okay, That but was it, way closer. I'm talking about and
1: Mr. Pfizer, we shut him down. He's such a petty bitch.
2: He is. He, he, not, not many people like him, Laurie.
1: It's kind of amazing that we've seen him in real time go from a quarterback. And I don't follow the football stuff. Mm. I remember when he started dating Shailene. I thought he was interesting. I thought he was handsome. I was kind of like his brother was on the bachelor. And I thought, I, you know, I wonder what all that family beef was. But... Anyway, but he like just totally went off the rails with conspiracy stuff and being kind of an a hole and lying about being vaccinated when everyone was like ha- having to you know either take I'm not or I'm not, but if you were not, then you weren't supposed to play. It's he has just fallen. Like I bet his Q score went from yeah. pretty decent to I really think so. n- yes, I think so. not well liked. Yeah,
2: and and again. I just always judge people on their family. Um how they treat their family and stuff. This you know, he doesn't have like a mom and dad cheering him on like I I just think it's awkward. And yeah
1: and to call him Mr. Pfizer listen you know to encourage people to save lives by reminding people to get vaccinated get their flu oh, shots yeah. get yeah. you know is that a bad no. man thing No and it's kind of he's trying to make it be a slam and yeah. I hate how he's
0: he's digging into what's fun right now oh. and 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 in that very um thing that Isn't you're referencing it fun? Well, no, no, yeah. but the the fun part of Taylor Swift and oh. Travis Kelsey, the fun aspect, and I think that Aaron Rodgers is trying to inject his own little stupid comments into it. Yeah. Because, it, like you said, it was just Travis Kelsey literally showing his arm with the Band-Aid on it, saying, take care of yourself. Yeah.
1: What's wrong with that, Aaron? Nothing is—and and by the way, he is uh, having a great— Romantic relationship with one of the biggest pop stars in the world, and she brought Wolverine and Deadpool to watch that game.
2: Okay, but here's another thing. Okay, Okay, so Aaron, what's his name? Rogers. Rogers.
1: Rogers. I'm going to call him Mr. Achilles.
2: Okay, is friends (laughs) with Miles Teller and his wife. Yes, right. Miles Teller's and his wife were at Taylor Swift went out and partied with her all night, Saturday night after the game or Sunday night, whenever it was. Yeah. So, and I think Aaron Rodgers and Taylor Swift were friends.
0: Well, well, he's a big fan. He, he's, a he a fan. he's a fan.
2: He's a fan. I don't think maybe they're friends. Maybe he's jelly. Maybe he's He is jelly. jealous. Yeah. He is jealous. Yeah.
1: Because bullied- there's no pop stars who will want to date him. Mm. Because of calling people Mr. Pfizer and just being a petty biatch.
2: Mm-hmm. Well you gonna be a pop star that's just known in one market that would date him.
1: Yeah. But I'm not again, no
2: one. he's yeah. good looking. He's
1: Julia, good looking. but he's so dumb. Well I can't get past the dumb, except for I guess if I was a certain age, I could do it for a night.
2: <laughs> oh Laura, you're a giver that way. Yeah. I, <laughs> I Julia, I, I am a giver. Oh, you're a giver that way. That's right. She I'm also is. easy. Easy. She's a slut. I was so Not easy. Not a slut, but she's just easy. I was an
1: empowered woman. Woman. There hey, you go. Okay. Have <laughs> you seen this? I mean, if
2: he came up to you in his bar and he's that tall and that good looking, oh, Julia, I, 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 you, you would have been out. I do, I
1: wouldn't want him to lead with football because I'd immediately just say, I don't know if there's enough condoms, you know. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Syphilis, syphilis is like it's, it's on the rise. It's so big time. Mm-hmm. It so is Donna again, running. and it's invisible. Mm-hmm. When it's dormant, mm-hmm. it's invisible.
2: Julia. it's an SPD.
1: STD. Okay, okay. we're I getting know, off track SPD of Hollywood. Silent speak.
2: but deadly. That's right.
1: <laughs> uh, Ed Sheeran admits he got so stoned with Snoop Dogg at a backstage show in Melbourne that he took a puff. Then he took another another puff, and then he said, "Then I couldn't see."
0: <laughs> <laughs> and is that probably everyone's experience with Snoop Dogg? I was going to say that that's a probably common experience if you're hanging out with. He Snoop. was like,
1: "Do you want some?" So I had a puff, and then I don't feel too bad. And then I was like, "I just had a puff more," and then the next thing I knew, I looked around and I couldn't see.
0: <laughs>
2: no. Yes.
0: Uh, Makes sense. Snoop's dealing with does. the strongest of the strong. It's the stickiest uh, of the icky for Oh, that's there funny. There you go. That's yes.
2: funny, Grant. Okay. <laughs> oh. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julie on my talk.